Hello, hello, once again, welcome to Sasson 101. This is your host, Dabor. But before we get to business, I have to apologize in advance. Because, like, you already know, I have a problem with my... that I cannot speak English that good in front of an audience. I mean, I get nervous. It's hard for me. So please, please bear with me. Now, let's get back to <laughs> what we started last week. So last week we talked about Puerto Rico, the pre-colonial date that dated like 2,000 years before BC. Today we're going to talk about one of those tribes and, and the culture, if we have time. So we're going to talk about the tribe named Arawak. So the Arawak are a group of Indian people from South America and the Caribbean. Specifically, the term Arawak has been applied at various times to the Locono of the South America and the Taino who historically lived in Puerto Rico. So all these groups spoke related to Arawakan languages. So in other words, Taino was related to the language, which is a fun fact. So, the term Aragua was originally applied by Europeans, specifically on the South American group who self-identified as Aragua. The Aragua language is the name of the overall Aragua language family. Araguacan speakers in the Caribbean were also historically known as the Taino in the term meaning relative. So the Taino have Arawak culture. They speak the languages. Well, it's not surprising since Arawak was the first to arrive in the island, which is another cool fact. So the Spanish assumed some East Indians used the term, this term, to distinguish the group from the from the other groups. In 1871, Dr. Daniel Brinton proposed calling the Caribbean populace Isang Aragua due to the culture and the language of the people. And as some other group of scholars turned this conversation to Aragua, creating confusion between the Iceland and the mainland groups in the 20th century, scholars such as Ivan Rouse resumed using Taino for the Caribbean group to emphasize their distinct culture and language, which is another cool fact. So, as you are learning, I'm learning too because I didn't know that, and I'm from Puerto Rico. So, I'm looking at this huge, I mean, massive, massive history of the Aranqua people. So, I was I'm guessing I'm going to do another episode about the culture of Saladoy, which is another tribe, and the Ortori people, which is another tribe. So we don't have that much of the history, but Aracua, since Aracua was in Puerto Rico, we have a whole lot of history that we can do. I maybe do like a two-part episode. In today, because 
it's a lot of information, a lot of information that we can go to talk about. And before I continue, please have in your prayers, Florida. I believe they're going to get hit by a storm today. Puerto Rico just got hit. Please pray for Puerto Rico. There's a lot of people that have water on the house, there massive floodings. People with no electricity. People that I was calling the whole day. Um, this morning I was calling people to see how they're doing. But thank God, the people I call, they're okay. But they need electricity, you know. So keep keep a prayer for them and for it as well. So back to the history. So the Araquan languages may have emerged from the Orinoco River Valley that is was located in Venezuela. They are because they are spread widely and becoming by far the most extensive language family in South America at the time of their European contact, with speakers located in various areas along the Ori- 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 Orinoco and Amazonian rivers and the tribes. I'm sorry, my English, I know it's bad, it's bad, it's bad, I don't know what to do. <laughs> the group of self and the group of self-identified as Arawak, also known as the Locono, Cerro de Costa Rica, and in places like Jamaica, Granada, and part of the island of Trinidad and Tobago. Well, these people, according to the history, these people travel a lot, so they cover most of the um, Caribbean region, which is impressive. Michael Heckenberg an anthropologist at the University of Florida who helped found a central, the Central Amazon Project and his team found elaborate poetry, poetry, or poetry, what, you know, dishes, it's called dishes, it's easy for me, and ring valleys, valleys, raised field, large moths, and evidence of a regional or regional trade network that all are indicates of the complex of, of a complex culture. There's also evidence that they modify the soil using various techniques, such as, such as adding chuckles to transform it into black earth, which even today is farmed as is for agricultural pro- pro- products. So in other words, farmers are using the same techniques that these people was been using for 4,000 years before BC. So that's impressive, you know. You know, you be using a 4,000 year technique to the soil and it still works. That's impressive, I like it. That's nice though. So according to Dr. Michael, all the stuff that be all the all the cultural trade show by these people belong to the Aragua language family. The group a group that include Taino, the Tainos, the first Native American Colombian encounter. It was the largest language of group that ever existed in the pre-Columbian Americas. So back in the days, so. <clears throat> I'm sorry. So according to this, 
they found some stuff. So that stuff belong used to belong to the um, Aragua people and including to the Taínos as well. And we worked on it dated back the, before Colombian Americas, before even Christopher Columbus came in, came in to the picture. So that's impressive. I hope I'm reading right. I try to read my best because my problem of talking English to an audience doesn't help me at all. Let's get back to the story. At some point, the Araguan-speaking Taino culture emerged in the Caribbean. Two major models have been presented to account of the arrival of Taino ancestors in the Iceland. The second Caribbean model suggested an origin in the Colombian Andes connected to Augao people, while the Amazonian model supports an origin of, of Amazon Basin, where the Araqua languages developed. The Taino were among the first American people to encounter Europeans. Christopher Columbus, Columbus visited multiple, multiple Iceland and showed it and in his, on his first voyage, voyage in 1492, which is was followed by 1493 by the establishment of La Navidad. The first permanent Spanish settlement in Las Americas. Relationship between the Spanish people and the Taino will will, will, will take a sour turn. Eventually, will take a sour turn. Some of the lower level chief of the Taino appear to be assigned a supernatural origin. To the explorers, the Taino believed that the explorers were mystical beings associated with the underworld, who was consumed, who consumed human flesh. The Taino would go and burn down La Navidad and kill 39 men. There's evidence of as to the taking of the human trophies and the ritual cannibalism and war captives among the both Arawak and other American groups such as the Caribbean. The Car the Carib I'm sorry. So we I'm gonna talk about that war too, which is very interesting. Well, I guess this is it for now. So I'm gonna divide this episode into two parts. And I'm sorry, I know, um, if you have any problems, try to understand me, I'm very sorry. It wasn't my intention. I tried to do my best to bring my history to you guys. That's my one of my mission. Because um, <laughs> I get really nervous when I spoke English. I apologize. So the next episode is going to be part two of Aragua. If you have any, if you can understand me at all, I'm gonna put my link on my Twitter so you can find this history 
I mean, you can read it, you can enjoy it like I do. I'm enjoying this. We have, I'm reading it, and I've been discovered so far a lot of stuff about Puerto Rico that predates Puerto Rico back in the day. So until next time, my guy, my friends, it's been the war in Sazon 101. Thank you.